Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Tonight's topic, resilience. Hallelujah, resilience. Able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult situations. Resilience, able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. One more time, able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. Galatians 6, 9. It says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Hallelujah. It says, Don't grow weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap only if we don't lose hearts. Hebrews 10.36. Hebrews 10.36. Hebrews 10.36. It says, For you have need of endurance. For you have need of endurance. Alright? So that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. You have the what? Endurance. But after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. You say, you know, says you, you have need of endurance. You have need of endurance. You have to learn endurance. You have to learn endurance. You have to have endurance. That if you have what God has promised you, you've got to have in you some endurance muscles. James 1, 2 to 4. James 1, 2 to 4. Hallelujah. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, various, you know, different kinds of trials. Knowing that the word, that's not your faith, produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So, if we had these things together in this, um, just one, two, two, four, it means that trials, listen to me, trials makes us complete, perfect, lacking nothing. That if you learn to persevere, you know, endure, you know, went through the trials, it makes us perfect, complete, lacking nothing. That in some way, some trials, even though you don't like them, they work in you some good things. They work in you some maturity. They work in you some wisdom. They work in you some toughness. That there are things you don't learn by instruction. Why? Coconut head. That you only learn by small trials. Hallelujah. Trials makes you, <laughs> it makes you open to learn new things. There are things you would have learned if everything worked the way you planned. There are stupid things that apply to your future if it did not cast today and bring you trials. Hallelujah. There are things you need in your muscles, in your character, that won't have come if you didn't see some shaky. Amen. So trials work in you completeness, perfection. You don't sow and reap on the same day. No matter how bad you want it. God, I just paid my tithes today. Where is the tenfold increase today? <laughs> it only works that way. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I just made my head today. Where is the man? I'm sorry, that's a joke. A bad joke, maybe. Okay? 
You need patience. You need patience. No one promised you life without challenges. Nobody promised you that. Nobody promised you life without challenges. So you need resilience. You need toughness. You need patience. Abraham was opposed. Isaac was opposed. Jacob was opposed. Moses was opposed. God told Joshua, Joshua 1, guy, Moses, my servant, is dead. Meaning that, guy, you are in trouble. It's your turn now. And it's no, it's no small work. It's like God, God, God told him straight, Oga, you have to be strong and courageous. All this, your I am shy. I don't like trouble, it has passed. That when you said yes to this project, you said yes to Agnes. Hallelujah. When you said I want to be great, I want to be, I want to be that, you said yes to Agnes. And that if you walk with me, you have to be ready to face the hard things head on. There's a book called The, the Hard Things About The Hard Thing About Hard Things. What's that book before? Please say yes. The hard thing about hard things. You know what the hard thing is? You have to face it. That's the problem. That the hard thing about hard things, you have to face the hard things. You can't escape it. You can't run from it. So God quickly cleared Joshua. Joshua, guy, you are crying this morning. Guy, stop the tears. He's dead. We have moved on. Let's start going. God doesn't stand there crying over a year. My Moses. My Moses. My strong, solid Moses. My meek Moses. Faithful servant. God has moved on. That Joshua, Moses is dead. It's now your turn. All this your crying is not helping anybody. Let's get the job going. And now you have to be strong and courageous. That the only way you survive is by being strong and courageous. That this Israelite guys are, they are leading. They have to not head. So you have to be strong. And courageous. If you shut your eyes for a little for a little while, they will go and occupy those. So you have to be strong and courageous. Hallelujah. So vision, destiny requires being strong. Jesus was opposed. He preached several times and they want to stone him. He will feed them today. And they will call him, you know, tell him, let's make you king. And by the next day, same guys want to stone him. So much so, he was so opposed, he was so in pain, that he told God, God, the Father, this work is too hard. If it's your will, let this cup pass over me. Jesus was a Christian with God, with his Father. He knows the job, but that this job is actually hard. Is there, is there, another, way about, is there another way about this job? Is there something else we can do? Can this cup pass over me? He now said, okay, I, I know, sure. That they are thing about the acting that we have to do it. So, Father, not my will. So, who told you that you will run through vision unopposed, without hard things, without hard times, without, without challenges? Who told you that you can be lily livered and succeed? Who lied to you? Paul told Timothy. I have fought the good fight of faith. I have fought. Meaning that this faith life was a fight life all through it. It was a life of consistent battles. I was flogged, left for dead, accused, called an imposter, called a fraud. People hated me. This guy did me dirty. He told somebody in one place that these two guys, they did me dirty. May God take me. God show them back. He said in one place in Timothy. So, where did we get that we can go through vision unopposed? Hallelujah. All right? You know, my, worry, my concern is that if you don't understand what faith is, you think faith means always coasting. Coasting. Just flowing. Just boiling. I'm a faith man. Sometimes faith is a battle, it's a fight. 
is a fight sometimes. And if you don't know that when things happen, you, 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 you'll be angry with God. Faith is a fight. You have to know this so that you are ready when things come at you. Because things always come at us. But thanks be unto God, in all things we triumph. Hallelujah. All right, so don't be part of the believers that only believe God is good when things go their way. Sometimes, you know, I have some concern for some of us that when we go through some things, I'm, I'm wondering, Lord Jesus, don't let him leave church. Because I see people leave church because things do not go their way. Someone told me once, why am I sick? If by his stripes I am healed, why am I sick? Almost angry with Jesus. He didn't make you sick. He made you sick. Alright? So, if your faith doesn't have greed for tough times, you don't know what faith is. Because nobody that walked in faith in scripture went through life unopposed. Faith has different varieties like conflicts. Sometimes faith is coasting through stuff. Sometimes faith is fighting the hard fight every day. That God, I just want enough power to leave my bed this morning. That's faith also. Faith is this project, I don't even know it's going to go, but today we go again. Faith is we have a deadline. And we have to make it happen. Faith is, I want to run away. I really want to run away. But I know they are telling me to not run. Hallelujah. You know, in Hebrews 11, through faith they were sown into. It's there too. Through faith they were, they used to to sow people into. So through faith, believers like us agreed to be sown into self denying Jesus. It's also it's faith. So I want us to have tenacity, to have space in our hearts, knowing that, you know, we should be ready because it always happens. You have big dreams. You don't face any opposition. You are just deceiving yourself to not happen. All right? Faith, vision requires tenacity, resilience, strongness, okay? Toughness. Toughness. So you'll be, you'll be opposed. Expect it. You'll be opposed, expect it. You'll be opposed, expect it. You'll be opposed, expect it. Hallelujah. The only way to avoid opposition is to do nothing and be nothing. And guess what? If you do nothing and you are nothing, poverty will oppose you. That's even worse. Poverty and failure are bad enemies to have. So if you do nothing <laughs> and be nothing, poverty, okay? Failure is enough opposition for anybody. So the only way is to, be, is to be able to go head on against things that oppose you in the path of vision. Challenges will come, or you'll be prepared. This is not always go the way you want it at the moment. There will be setbacks and there will be detours. It's not a cost. It's a way of human existence. Amen. So that when it's happening around you, it's not more well, it's okay. Let's do this. Let's win this round. Let's win this battle. It's important though. Eh? It's important. Some who face issues and they, they leave church, they fight God, fight pastor, make a local by man. You have to be strong. Opportunities will come, and some will go. Okay? So that we can get new and bigger ones. It is the way of life. We only win if we don't faint. There are things that God will keep away from us. There are issues that God will keep away from us. And there are some that our faith will bring to us. Some trials that your, that your vision will bring to your doorstep. I will say that, you know, that in Matthew 4, that part about, about Matthew 13, parable of the sower, 
that there are things that come to you on account of the word. There are issues that come to you on account of the word. Joseph got into trouble when he began seeing his future. Up until then, it was an annoying young little, little brother that mm, is annoying. But when he started seeing the future and sharing it, the word brought him opposition. You know, he, he didn't think that he would go through slavery to the, to the palace. No, God, God doesn't tell us that part. God tells us the future. He doesn't tell us you will see something, you, know? you will see this. Just know that things will happen, but he will tell you, ah. Because you will run away if he tells you everything. Hallelujah. People say, God, show me all my future. If he does, you run away. Like this future, we are not doing it again, bro. Hallelujah. But he went through, you know, slavery. Why things even look better for him again? Potiphar's wife lied against him. Was I looking comfortable? At least I'm now here now. I'm the chief butler. I'm the big boy, slave boy. At least I have big boy, slave boy. I have influence. I can send people on errands, you know. I'm a slave child, but, you know, I'm still of the slaves, you know, a big boy. And in fact, you know, it must have felt, well, even the future is not coming, at least I'm not suffering. I'm still okay. I'm still a big boy here. And next thing, they lied against him. Next thing, jail. And this kind of jail is not the kind of jail that you know that it's two years, three years. It's anything that they like, that they remember you, they bring you out. If they don't, so they, you get my point here. So things happen on the path of vision. You have to be strong. You have to be strong. All right? So there are trials that your faith will bring you away. Accept it. Those your big dreams will bring their own big trials. I'm Kairos, babe. Kairos, that I agree with you. Hope you know that big dreams come with its own trials also. God is even nice to Paul. To Paul, they will flog you. This is what I'm giving you. They will show you something. Hallelujah. So, if you don't have stomach for trials, then you don't have stomach for victory. If you don't have stomach for trials, you don't have stomach for victory. You don't have stomach for big things. You have no business having big dreams. Just don't bother. Stop it. You get a job somewhere and just stay there. Don't even bother, don't bother rising through the job. Just stay there at that level and just collect your 200k salary till you die. No stomach for trials. You have no stomach for big dreams. Don't bother. So, you see this coming. Yes, it came. Okay? You dare not lose. Hallelujah. Stand strong. Turn your trials to triumphs. All right? Proverbs 24.10. Proverbs 24.10. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is little. So we check your strength not by times when things are working, amen, but by times when things don't go your way. So I'm tough guy, I'm strong guy, I agree with you, okay? But we really know in the day of adversity. If you don't develop your perseverance and resilience, what can, can only you so far? What can only you so far? If you don't develop your your muscles of perseverance and resilience. God can only use you so far. You don't develop your capacity for resilience and perseverance. There's also the internal trials of vision. Internal trials of vision. That if you dare big things, you have the internal struggles of big dreams. Big dreamers go through big internal struggles. Feeling of, how dare me? dream this dream. Who am I to this dream? Feeling enough, they think I'm something. Me, I know I'm nothing. They think I can write. <laughs> I hope they know that in my heart. I just wrote nonsense. Yeah. They think I'm smart. Oh boy, I don't feel that way. Ah, he's so anointed. <laughs> like, eh, okay. Yeah. So, there are the internal struggles, the imposter syndrome. It's common to everybody that has a big dream. If you don't have it, you're a psychopath. If you wake up every day feeling like, it's me, I'll take about the world. There's something wrong with you, you should check you out. 
It's a, it's a very high level of pride. When you don't have any level of, God help me, oh, this thing is bigger than I am. Something is wrong with you. That kind of pride brings people down. It's that feeling of unworthiness that makes you stay grounded. Knowing every day that I have to go harder, I have to pray harder, I have to, you know, lean, lean on God for strength harder. That's on my own, no, oh boy, I'll feel like this stuff. But that, you get my point here. So it's part of having big dreams. Hallelujah. So when things come, don't feel as though, hey, it's normal. It's part of the life of faith. Hallelujah. All right. Good so far. All right. So we'll see Isaac again, just 26. But Isaac will dig a well. They will block it. Because people are meant. Yeah. Sometimes life be crazy. Another well, they block it. And they, they let him know that they hated him. They didn't hide it. And God says, stay in that land and be fruitful. In the land where he's hated. It made sense. So God tell him, go to the next village and prosper. It made sense. But God said, stay in that land and be fruitful. Where they were, you were hated consistently and fought against consistently. Sometimes the trial is the way to the destiny. Amen. Sometimes the obstacle is the way. And you only triumph if you go through it. You cannot, you cannot go around it. You have to go through some things. That was meant to break you, that's only meant to make you. So if you escape it, there's no making. Hallelujah. Okay. So you have to be resilient so you can wear out your position. You can wear out your position. You can wear them out. You have to be strong. You have to keep going. So that's all you just need to do, just keep going. Just keep going. I mean, I, I, mean, I pray to God, and God, just, God just tells me, keep going. I just keep hearing, keep going. So I just keep going. I just keep going. Hallelujah. All right? You have to be tough. You have to be strong. First Samuel 30. 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 Verse 1 to 10, and then from 16 to 20. 1 to 10, 16 to 20. If you are there, let's go together. First Samuel 30. Only the strong survives. Are we there? Okay. Want to go from verse 1. Are we together? First Samuel 13. Want to go. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziglag attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire. Verse 2. And had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great, though they did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. Hallelujah. At least they did not kill anyone. Something to thank God for. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. You say there's always a yokwe. That in everything, there's always room to give, to give God thanks in everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 3. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people were with him, heard of their voices and wept until they had no more power. They cried until they could not cry again. They drank the tears till they could not drink again. You get? They so quickly when soldiers wail till they can no longer cry, as in they satisfy themselves crying. Amen. It's one thing to just burn the city. To not take their wives, their sons, and their daughters. These were fighting men. Okay? But even fighting men, things used to happen to them. Hallelujah. Alright. Verse 5. And David's two wives, they didn't even leave one, I'm sorry. David's two wives 
And you know, um, the, this, the Jezreelites and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelites, had been taken captive. Verse 6. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his own sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. Look at this. Issue 1, family taken away. Issue 2, they wanted to stone him. But now ask me, did he arrange the people that took the children? That's how man beasts are. Human beasts support when things go well. If you're a leader, get used to it. That things are fine when things are fine. When things go wrong, the box ends at your table. Amen. The game is the game. Hallelujah. So not to stone the guy. So he had two problems. Family gone. Number two, instructed men wanted to stone him. When your when your guys, your guys, your lawyer guys, your you know your die. We put it. Put this word, the word for it. Your right or die people want to stone you. Real problem. <laughs> he had a real problem. All right, but what did he do? He strengthened himself in the Lord. You know why? The crying did not solve the problem. Amen. He cried so well. You know, he cried the cry very well. You know, he cried the cry. But after crying, guess what? People there wanted to stone him, meaning the cry did not suit them. What did he do next? When he saw crying, he did not walk. And David strengthened himself in the Lord. Right to himself, I know my Redeemer lives. I know that God loves me. I know that even though I don't see it yet, this will turn out my deliverance. That even though I don't see it yet, this shall be for me a testimony. That though it's hard right now, ah, this is difficult. God, why? But still, I trust you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, I am a son. Please bring the ephod here to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David. Verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake, overtake, overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them. And without fail, recover all. So the answer was not to keep crying. The answer was, we've got to go fight again. Hallelujah. The answer was once again a fight of faith. Not crying. Not surrender, not giving up, not quitting, not blaming God, not fighting, fighting your team members and blaming them also. The answer was, we've got to go fight again. Before he went, he went to ask God in prayer, Lord, should we go? If I go, will I win this particular round? How should I go about it? Hallelujah. Wisdom. He sought the face of God. He's so vital for your life. That when things don't go the way you want it to go, the answer is not in crying, it's in seeking the face of God. It's not in guesswork. We guess too much. Many times we guess too much. Or copy people too much. That it works for them doesn't mean to work for you. It makes sense, right, to go and fight and pursue. But still ask God, should I pursue? Do you understand? It didn't just assume or go on guesswork. He asked, you, he asked God. Hallelujah. Verse 9. So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook Bessel, where, where, where those stayed who were left behind. Verse 10. But David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 men stayed behind, who were so weary that they could not cross the brook Bessel. Look at that. Those were so tired, so heartbroken, they couldn't fight again. Let's go to verse 16. So before, before verse 16, David found the, man, found the man on the road that led them to where the guys that captured their children and stuff were. Verse 16. Want to go? 
And when he had brought him down, down, brought him down, there they were, spread out over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the Philistines and from the land of Judah. Seventeen. Look at them, people that keep, that captured David's children and his family. They were there lounging. How stupid! Did you think don't come after you? You just chilled somewhere lounging again. When you win a round, doesn't mean you can go and chill and relax and play. Just be there. Don't keep moving. Just chill. You know, I, I, just, I just got my, you know, um, series, series C. Which one do you supposed to get now? Uh-huh. Series C and it's, it's $10 million, you know. Uh, let's go and get the new cars, you know. Now we need the house in Lekki. I don't, I don't like, I don't like Maryland again. I don't like Omole Phase 2. Now nah, I want to be in Lekki with my mates, you know. I, I, can't, I, I can't drive, you know, drive a Honda. No, I need the Mercedes Benz Jeep, you know. You know, yeah. I can't wear... Uh, I can't, I'm wearing, you know, wearing jeans that they don't know the, don't know the maker of it. No, I want, you know, amen. That is how to lose the next round. That is how to lose the next round. Celebrating too early is how to lose the next round. Amen. Some of us already have plans for when we blew. So that any small money you see like this, ah, it has come. <laughs> Many African founders fail this way. Yeah, you know that? Many African founders, that they fail. That when they make some small money like this, they have arrived. And it's why they also die at that level. Hallelujah. All right. Verse 17. Then David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped, except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered away together. The Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. Very important, his two wives. Okay, verse 19. And nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoiled or anything which they are taken from them. David recovered all 20. Then David took all the flocks and earth they had driven before those livestock and said, this is David's spoil. Hallelujah. So he went from trial, from pain to triumph. Got back his children, his people's children, got back everything, and even got extra, and said, this is David's spoil. So, there are, there are some spoils that you don't encounter without trial, without fight, without battles. Hallelujah. So again, your big dreams means big battles. You have to stand and be strong and fight. Only fighters win. Only tough people win. Only the bold wins. The bigger your dreams, the bigger, you, the, the stronger your, your resilience. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. You know, they didn't stay there crying. People stay in their, in their problems and even begin to call themselves their problems. The woman who had the issue of blood. Not our fault. People call that that. But I get my point. People begin to name themselves their problems. I was abused. I was molested. They did not even ask you now. They did not even ask you. Nobody even asked. Nobody asked you. you went on Twitter. I was abused. I was molested. They did, not even, they did not even ask you. And the world does not care. When they see you next, they only see the man that was abused. They did not ask you. Hallelujah. You know, in our day, it's fanciful to be a victim. I'm a black African woman. You now turn it into a pain point. Don't stop me, Sham. I'll say my truth. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, you know, you know it's meant, it meant to be a strength. It's now, you know, a sign of victimhood. Victims don't win. Sadly so. Some people claim to, to, to be helping victims and even use them and join. What's that before? People abuse victims. Hallelujah. So, don't stay in the trial. Move. Turn that trial into triumphs. I told someone this weekend, write a book later on about the problem. Make money from it. Make money off the pain. Amen. It's important to, hallelujah. All right? But don't stay victim. Someone did you dirty. So now all men are bad. All men are scum. 
we are now there in that, in that situation. Ten years on, all men are scum. All women are bad. You are single and pained. Some people form, they form, you know, they form single as though they like it, but they're actually in pain. They are crying about it. So, yeah. Amen. So we see behind all the toughness that they actually be spending them. They now say, ah, my guy married last week. Oh, hey. My, 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 my girls, they are getting married, they're having children. People stay so long in the pain. I, I know someone a long time ago like that, a story, a story, you know, long time ago, how the guy broke her heart and all that. And she just was there, you know, just bond relationship for years. She just settled out for years. And she was now too, too so grown and she was now using all sorts of things to get, to, 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 to get men. Even telling, telling the men, I'll give you a job. Got that bad. Not, she, was, she had money now, but she needed something more. So telling the guy, I will give you the job you want. Just marry me, I'll give you a job. Because people stay so long in the pain. Things happen, but you cannot stay there. Amen. One man do that, there are a million men around that like you. Hallelujah. If one man ever liked me, the other man that can like you. It's not hard. Yeah. Amen. So go to the mirror, look at yourself. I'm not that bad now. Ah. Amen. Ah. You know, it's wanted to say, you know, I'm busy my vision right now. I, I don't think it's time for a man or a woman. And I think to say, because they hurt me, I'll rock my heart. When I send anybody that comes around me, I put up a hard face. You know, move. All right, we all have our challenges. Someone came to me some years back. You know, she had a carryover in school. I was so pained, and I was asking myself, I wished I could do supernatural that would cast and turn it to. Amen. I wish I was that anointed. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could make it happen. I was hot, I was pained. You know, when, when, when someone is close to you, as an emoji, ah, it's, when, when they go through stuff, it's your pain also. Amen. Paul said, you know, which of you goes through pain that, that I don't feel the pain also? So it works. So I've been an emoji, is a good work. <laughs> Amen. Because worry for your family, for your children, other people's children. Amen. They're wondering why, why are you quiet? It's not your problem, someone's problem. All right? So she, she felt so bad and all that. But she went through it. Now she, now she has a good job, a good business. I'm not, even, even I cannot remember how bad it was that day. I'm sure she, she cannot feel, you know, how bad she felt that day anymore. Amen. But she didn't stay there crying and say, hey, I had extra year. My life is finished. She kept moving. So this happened. You keep moving. Hallelujah. This happened. You keep moving. I have much challenges also. I have quite a, a bit. I have, I have also my, my insecurities. You don't know that I have. And it's the truth. You know, I used to tell God that God, why did you choose me to be a pastor? I talk very fast. What? As in, what are you? Do you understand? Yeah, I could talk. I could rap. So even I don't talk to my husband, I just I'm like, hey, my head should not hear anything I said. So, <laughs> of all the men in the world that can preach. Why? Amen. Sometimes when I leave, I leave the stage and I'm wondering, God, why? I didn't say that well. I talk too fast. I stutter through it. Ah, I, I go with some pain in my stomach. That, ah, I prayed for that for someone I prayed. I did all that. How did it go? Ah. So we have our challenges. Amen. You know, when I see people I see people smile. I'm like, Jesus is not fair. See that petition. So fine. How did I offend you? Amen. Yeah, I've seen some emojis smile in their, in their pictures before. Some emojis smile in their, in their picture, in the flyer. Some emojis, they are smiling. I'm like, God, why? How to smile? Yeah. So we have, we have our challenges. But sometimes, the pain is the purpose sometimes. Let me explain. There are times when, you know, it is true that pain that God's glory is seen in you. Amen. There are things that only come to you because you went through that pain. Rezam will say, people can hear him now because of what he has gone through. Because he can, he can relate to where people are coming from. He will say, 
You know what it means to squeeze toothpaste? Squeeze it. We even cut it so you can scoop it. When he tells you how to rise, you know that he actually rose too. <laughs> how he planned to jackpot and it was not for Bible school, Bible school, but he told himself, I'm not coming back. Bible school that his church sent him to. He said he's not going to come back. That was his plan. We know how things work. Everything was set. Everything was set. Then towards the last minute, the man that was sponsoring it fought their pastor and withdrew back all the privileges. Give back my ticket, everything. And that was the end of Solomon Grandi. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, when he talks, we can relate with him because he has, been, he has walked my footsteps. So sometimes the pain is the message. Hallelujah. God not cause it, but God can use it. There are things that keep us humble, that keep us grounded. For me, I know that my being able to preach is not my personal eloquence. I know that the anointing and the help of God. So I don't know how to be proud again. Hallelujah. I know left to me if I talk, you not hear me. I know if it's me and you talking, that it's left to me without grace. If I talk, you will stone me and leave the stage. This is why I can stay here. It's because of grace. You understand? So for me, it keeps me, it keeps me knowing that, you know, I'm not, you know, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not get taken too far. I'm just a man that God is consistently helping. Hallelujah. All right? Glory to Jesus. So, there's no room to feel sorry for yourself, to wail, to mourn. Keep moving. There's purpose to the pain. Glory to Jesus. I may not like it, but God can use it. God can use it. Paul says, I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may be seen in me. That's where I am weak. That is where I am strong. That equation, you know balance, I love it. You know balance too, but I love it. I glory in my weaknesses. I glory in the persecution. I glory in the pain. Because where I'm weak, that is where exactly I'm strong. That is where his power is seen through me. So that when people read my story, they know it's not him that did it. He had help. God helped him. So, decide to win. In trials, through difficult projects, through obstacles, decide the only acceptable outcome is that I win. I'm not going to back out. I will not quit. I will win. Make a choice. Uh, also, also strike plus pandemic three years going. Make a choice. I don't care. I win this life. Though Asu slay me, I will rise again. Amen. Make a choice. The choice is to win in life. BSC this year or next year, preferably this year. But if not this year, I still got to win in life. BSC or not, I still have to win. And don't, don't, don't begin to form pity parties. Don't fight me. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't say that to strike. I'm not worried. When I say learn a skill, don't be angry with me. I'm telling the truth. Because pastor ridiculous right now. So ridiculous. We're telling us, telling us, don't tell us to learn a skill. What should you now do? Sleep and cry? Is that, is that what will help you? Why are you fighting us? We didn't go by you, man. Move. Learn a skill. Get moving. Get moving. We are in this now. Why people won't ask for, for a certificate again before they give you jobs? There are people in school making money now. So please, it's no time to cry. 
If only crime will fix it, cry. But if crime will not do the job, turn your head and keep moving. Hallelujah. The only acceptable outcome is that I win. Failure is not an option. Giving up is not an option. Focus your gaze on your desired outcome. Only think thoughts of victory. Sometimes people do themselves, and, and I really wonder why. And it's so common. Nobody by worrying has made progress before. Nobody has worried into progress. So why does worrying come so easy for us? People stay there and think about the problem and cry over it. You will not tell them solution. Like, don't, don't tell them solution. I, don't, I, don't, I just want to talk about it. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, really? Really? Just want to suck and cry? Like, really? That's my nature. That's my nature. Let me skill. No, just cry about my ass. You know? That's my nature. It's human nature. No woman. Hey, Joe. Human nature. People know. H U M A. All right. Focus only on that outcome. Think only thoughts that help you. Think only thoughts that help you. You know what? Your brain doesn't know the difference between imagination and real life. So your brain, everything is real. So if I think thoughts of good to my brain, everything is good. So I can act my emotions by choosing what I think about. Amen. So when you are broke, you can be eating your best restaurant and be eating it your imagination. And you are happy. Don't, don't know why you are happy. If you wonder, like, 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 ah, kilo chile. But you know, you have to add these things. You know what I will say? I don't, I don't know the English, and Benjamin is not here. But that a happy, a happy spirit brings good things. Think only thoughts that help you reach your goals. Think only helpful thoughts. Don't do, people do personal self-pity. A personal pity party is them and there are four other brain colleagues as in four imaginary figures. You know, my sad person, my unhappy person, my, you know, uh, yeah, four personalities. And they sit and cry together. Just cry. You can cry so that a day is wasted. What's there before? Waste of energy. It's own goal. It's sabotage of yourself. Think only thoughts that help you win. Someone, I read a book about someone that was, you know, that was going through cancer. You know, all the cancer treatments are very painful and difficult. But she told herself that that would not be all she is for the next few years. So she put focus her mind on a book she's writing. So even in all those pains, she was not consumed with the pain. Her mind was on something else. You can choose what your mind will be on and it's a powerful place to be. Philippians 4.49 says, in everything to be anxious, in prayer, in thanksgiving, make a request to God, okay? And a spirit of understanding will guard your heart and mind. Next it says, whatever is good, whatever is noble, whatever is of good report, whatever is good for your health, Think on these things. Think on these things. In Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2 talks about Jesus. That Jesus, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, he despised the shame. Meaning he had his eyes on the joy that was set before him. So even in the pain, his focus was on the joy. So I get my point here. He could borrow joy today by looking at the joy ahead. 
your mind has no difference between real and imagined thoughts. So you can borrow joy from your future into today. They are wondering, why does it talk so big? Uh, I borrowed bigness from my future into today. Amen. My future car, I borrowed it into today. Future money, I borrowed it. Uh, yes, I borrowed my future into today. Build inner conviction in prayer, study, and in research. Build inner conviction. So by projects or a course, build inner conviction by prayer. There is nothing that beats knowing that God wants you to be on this thing. There is no stronger information than God's word. No stronger information than God's word. That feeling of God wants me here on this now is strength. All right? Research. Study. Hallelujah. Also, open your ears to wisdom and counsel. Sometimes what you need to move forward is someone else's mouth or in a book. But people don't read. Maybe in a book, in a sermon, in a friend's mouth, in a mentor's mouth. Isn't it amazing that it took Jethro to tell Moses to share his work? That God did not tell Moses. That should tell you that no matter how much you pray, you need mentors. Full stop. If you like, fast and pray 40 days every month. 40 days every 30 days. Amen. You still need, if you like, don't eat. Amen. Just the fasting. Just all fire. No bone in your body again. It's just fire. When they see the morning, it's Namoto. Everything is. <laughs> you need mentors. All right? Listen for wisdom. Prayer builds in you strength in your spirit. Prayer builds strength in your spirit. Don't wait till you feel down before you pray. When you feel down or more run to prayer, take a day off in prayer. Take a day off in prayer. Eat the word, eat someone's, and pray the Holy Ghost to you are strong, you are fortified, to you are strong in your spirit again. Prayer also helps you to stay on track. A strong spirit will sustain the body, will sustain you in infirmity, in challenges. That's in Proverbs 18, 14. A strong spirit will sustain a man. A strong spirit will sustain a man. A man's spirit is made strong in prayer and in the word. Pray in tongues a lot. All right? Number four. Do what you must again. Do what you must in natural and supernatural. Do what you must do. Don't stay there waiting and watching. Do what you must do. Have action bias. Take action. If <laughs> you have to make progress, you have to take action. There is no way about it. There's really no way about it. Take action. Take action. Don't let the day pass start you moving towards your dreams. You have this goal in your heart, but you spent a week not touching that goal. Are you kidding me? Who will do it for you, Jesus? Angels? Does it work that way? This earth is a natural realm, meaning that we don't only pray, we take acts natural. When we get to the spiritual realm, we can only pray and things will work. But in this realm, Huh? Man must take action. When I pray God fix Nigeria, hack, hack, hack. It's gone, not gonna happen. You will go and vote, you will join a party. It's not going to happen. That's a business, solve problems, employ thousands. That's the only way. That the kingdom must come through your actions. You understand me? God's kingdom will come through actions of man. If we are on the earth, kingdom only comes through man's actions, not only man's prayer. When we pray, God gives power, grace, ideas. But when things will move on the earth, man must move it with God's grace and ideas and strength. Take action. You've prayed for many years, and that's not happened. Oga, you should know that it's time to go and enter the street and make something happen. All right. Think long term. Again, every time. Think long term. 
Don't let today's challenges make you make you compromise your values. Okay? Don't compromise your mental health, your physical health. Don't overdo work, that you don't sleep, that you take, you know, coffee all day at night too, that you don't sleep because you have a project to do. Think long term. Don't die on today's vision. There's another work for you in the future. Don't die on this problem. Take care of your mental health. Learn to chill sometimes. Just sleep. Hang out with friends. Come to church. We unhug people. Why are you hugging me? Just hug me first. You just, just, I need that hug. Later I'll tell you why. Just cocoa hug me, no? Yes, can I cry? Can I cry too? Let me, do you have my point here? Baba, I need to cry a bit. Is it fine? <laughs> ah, babes, I did come to your house now. I just want to cry small. I said, cry, just hug me. Yeah. Take care of your mental health, your physical health. Eat. What are bad things are? You know, when David's son died, he went to eat. <laughs> when the son died, he went to eat. He went to eat. He went to eat. He went to eat. So don't let problem take food from your mouth. Go and eat. Don't have, people don't have two problems. Started with brokenness. Now they're now sick because they did not eat. Don't have two problems. <laughs> eat. Sleep. Play. Amen. When under pressure, let things die a bit. Shh, breathe. Breathe. Play video games more. Eat. In fact, buy what food you like. Tell your soul it is well with you, my soul. It is well. It is well. Amen. Tell yourself, I will eat. I will sleep. I will pray. I will now come back and face this thing. But you will not kill me. Amen. Yeah. We, start, we found that it's important. Amen. When things come, you're like, hey, let's trouble. Come on, first. Like a journal. No. The Lord say, Okunu, laughing be, tita. It is inner strength which we to carry outside problem. Okay? So, <laughs> all right. Stand your ground. You are in this for the long term, so stay, stay grounded, okay? Very important. Don't let anything make you go, go back on your values or to enjoy your mental health, okay? You are in this for the long term. Don't die today. Don't die on me today. Don't kill your faith today. Don't kill your values. You are in it for the long term. Don't kill your values today. Don't sell yourself short today. Anybody wants to marry a stupid girl, a stupid man, please now, please. You are in this for the long term. Stay grounded because of, because of, because of iPhone 7. Okay, finally, stand your ground. Stand your ground. Again, people think faith always means when I pray now, the mountain moves now. Hallelujah. I never, I never, <laughs> hey, sometimes it's like a face off. You stand your ground. The devil to stand his ground. And you're like, you will move. He says, I will not move. We will move first. Sometimes he only moves when he sees that this guy, he will not agree. In James 4, 7, the Bible says, receive them and flee from you. It doesn't mean that when you, it doesn't always mean that it means that out and the mountain your life out. When it's sickness, mm, when, it's those, when it seems like projects, difficult phase of your life, you know, something is not right. Yeah, when it comes to, to the more practical, everyday human challenges that come with vision, it is not flee to flee like that though. That is, I will not agree, say, Monika. Okay, resist, resist there doesn't mean it will just, when you say out, resist there means stand your ground. That's what it means. Stand your ground. Hold your position. I will not give up. I will not, I will not agree. I must win. Resist means, again, stand your ground. Stand your ground. Doesn't mean that the problem will leave you now. Doesn't mean that. There are things that only go through a process. You get me? There are problems that, only, that are only solved through a process. You are fighting your parents or your spouse, and you say, Devil, I rebuke you now for my, for my relationship. And you think that's the end of it. It's, re- it's hardly so. 
Sometimes the continuous process of working things out. Amen. Suppose demons are, are from, from their character. So it's not just out, out, no. They don't the character stronghold. So it requires a process of contention to that thing goes. Do you understand? So it means you must choose to stand your ground. I will not give up. I will not lose my ground. I will not quit. I win. Hallelujah. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Like every other virtue, resilience is built through practice. The more you're resilient, the more you can be resilient. The more you're resilient, the more you can be resilient. The more you give up, the more you give up. If you give up here, you also give up there. If you give up in this thing, you also give up in that thing. Most challenges are temporary. If you stand your ground, you will win this round. Rhymes. If you stand your ground, you will win this round. Most energies are temporary. If you stand your ground, you will win this round. Every, every challenge that you, that, you, that you write through, resiliently through, makes you, makes you better and stronger for the next one. David killed the lion and the bear so he could face Goliath. If he ran from lion and the bear, he had no business daring Goliath. But his past victories that he won by being resilient and being courageous made him bold enough to face the one that take him to the throne. Made him bold enough to face the one that would take him to the throne. All right? God has big things for you, but he needs you to not give up today. If you run from the lion and the bear, Goliath will make you shit your pants. Goliath will make you shit your pants. There are challenges that become for you your street credibility. And becomes for you why people listen to you. Thomas did not believe until he saw the scars, the prints, the oil on his hands. There are people that will not believe you, listen to you, or follow you until they see the scars of life, of the battles you fought and won. Your obstacle is the way, is the promotion, is the vision, is the purpose, is the assignment, is the message. TDJ to say sometimes the crushing proceeds, precedes the soaring. The crushing precedes the soaring. He said, you know, when eaglets are pushed by their mother from the nest, they don't, they don't tell them I'll push you now. Not, they don't say I'll push you now. Are you ready? Are you ready for the push? Just push them off. So while he's trying not to die, he learns to soar. So the challenge becomes the promotion. What is meant to crush you becomes what makes you, what develops you, what grows you. Hallelujah. Joseph only saw the throne. He did not see the process. You've got to learn to endure. When things come your way that you did not plan, unplanned challenges, unplanned issues, you've got to learn to stand your ground. A guy left you, a woman left you, and that one is coming. Can we stop crying and move on? I won't won't love again. Really? Are you 12? I won't love again. My heart is now hard like this one. Really? 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 Every man that is mine, they broke our hearts. They broke our hearts. And we also broke people's hearts. The game is the game. People are funny. You are crying and they broke your heart. As you too. Have you not broken someone's heart before? If I knock your head. That girl that liked you, that you did not like back, that was all over you. Did you know it was all over you? You were enjoying the attention. But you did not let that slider 
we have all done it one way or the other before. So when it's done to you, to God be the glory, keep moving. All right? So keep moving. Heal from the pain, from the lack, from the issues. If you persevere, the process will make you stronger and make you ready for the next wave of glory. Can I read that? I just give God praise this night. Thank you for his word. Thank you for his word. Thank you for his word. I'm resilient. I'm tough. I'm strong in the Lord. I'm no quitter. I'm not, I'm not a give up. <laughs> English, new English. I don't give, I don't quit. I stand strong. I learn to be resilient. To be resilient. To be resilient. To turn my trials into triumphs. Into books and monetize them. Amen. <laughs> turn them to, into messages. Into testimonies. Into ministries. Yes, nobody loves me. Yes, I, I turned to, to a new book. How I survived when nobody loved me. How I became all this despite no help from anybody. How they broke my heart that I found Mr. Mr. Wright. Amen. Yes. How women has come, but my husband. I don't care if it's with it, okay? But I will turn this, this trial to a testimony. Someone said, I, I lost my job. Hey, fantastic. It's time for a bigger job. Or a startup or something. Just do something about it. I'm resilient. I'm strong. Yes. Say to yourself, okay? I'm strong. I'm strong. I prayed for her. She did not wake up. And that has passed. I keep moving. I still believe in miracles. I still believe in healing. I'm resilient. I'm tough. The devil can't keep me down. No, he can't keep me down. He can't keep me down. He cannot keep me in pain. He can't keep me in defeat. Father, this evening we are reminded, we are reminded to be strong. As we told Joshua, to be strong and courageous because the plans of our lives require strength and courage. This evening we are reminded and we choose to be strong. We are men of resilience, men of purpose, men of strength. We know how to stand in all seasons and give glory to you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. So I pray for everyone listening right now. A new, you know, a new dose of strength shoots through your body. A new dose of strength shoots through your spirit and your mind. You are strengthened with mind by a spirit in your inner man. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church and do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.